You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Ducklander Calls, tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 173. And if you're watching, yes, it's just the three of us. Um, I don't know. Philly and Merck were wondering what we should call this episode, the three stooges, the three idiots. I said just three amigos. the boys, the three amigos. There's, We'll leave it to you, the millions of fans. You can, you can tell us what to call this one. Um, but... Welcome. Um, we're back again this week. Like I said, it's just the three of us this week. Um, I just wanted to have a little fun this week and and have a good laugh. And I know sometimes when we have guests on, we usually always have a laugh with the guests, but they're usually, you know, they've got to have, they've got to be somewhat professional. They're representing a brand that they're they're trying to get out to the masses, so they can't really be as idiotic as what we are sometimes. So. I thought it'd be fun if it was just us. And I wanted to show off and I wanted to show off my new hat to Merck, but we'll get into that after. Um, so like I said, just the three of us. Merck's down in Nova Scotia, Philly's in Port Perry. Um, I'm just outside Kingston, Ontario, so welcome. If you're listening on whatever the podcast platform that you're listening to, please like and subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, same thing, like and subscribe, leave a comment. Anything you want us to talk about or, or a guest that you think we should have on, please uh, leave us a message. So, yeah, here we go. Just just the three. Uh, let's go with the three amigos. That, that was a pretty, that was a pretty fuck. Do you remember that movie? See. Yep. See? Do you remember the singing bush? <laughs> well, See, Chris, when did I that come out? You, you guys keep chatting. Out, I, I'm going to do some. Uh, I can tell you when it, I can tell you when it came out. It came out in 1986 or 1987. One or one or the other. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah. I I, I know this because uh, for all you millennials, there used to be a thing called VHS. Um, and I remember our, we were living in British Columbia when I watched it on VHS. And that was in 87. So December 12th, 1986. Okay. Yeah. What were you so, living in BC in '86 for? Um, Dad moved us out of Newfoundland. We moved up there for Dad to go to work. Okay. Went from went from the one side to the other. Yeah, but we uh, were oddly we enough. '86 yeah. was when my dad was living in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Dad moved us up there. Dad went up. Uh, fuck. Sorry, everybody. You're going in <laughs> get a history lesson here. Dad moved up in like. The beginning of the summer went up to work. Um, Dad was a welder and he got a job up there. Um, the mine shut down in Newfoundland. So he went up to BC to work. And then we came up, I think it was like August and done school until December. And then the mine opened up and Dad was like, get the fuck out of here and packed us all in a, packed us all in a state in a Pontiac state, a red Pontiac station wagon. And we drove from Mission BC back to Newfoundland. Which one? It wasn't a K-Car station wagon, was it? No, no. 
It was, it was like, one. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, so th there's a lot of stuff that I remember because of that time, right? So I remember the Gretzky to Lemieux goal that was at the Canada yeah. Cup in 87. I watched that with my uncle and cousin and dad and my brother. Um, and <laughs> the stupid shit you remember, the George Harrison song, I've Got My Mind Set On You, was one of the top hits. And oh, yeah. I bet and I bet you I heard that song a fucking hundred times. Because you probably across. played it in 95 yourself and the other five were just random. <laughs> no, it was just on the radio. <laughs> and I remember... And I remember, this is the other thing I remember. Um, we stayed, uh, we stayed a night in Calgary in a, in a hotel, like a motel. And we got up the next morning and, and the car, it was so cold. Dad's car wouldn't start. And I was, and I had never up to that point, I had never experienced cold, like, like what it gets in, in Alberta in the wintertime, right? Like Newfoundland, we don't get it that cold. Um, and I had never experienced the bitter cold that was Calgary that morning. And I was like, Ooh, Jesus, yeah. what the fuck is going on? People live here. This is it's even worse in Edmonton because you're even There's... further north. Yeah. Oh, buddy, was it a... was, it was crazy. I'm not sure if it was 2001. I think it was winter 2001. I was working in Calgary and one day it was minus 53 outside. And, and you were, you were on. You were an iron worker then too, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were building a bridge over the uh, the canal. What was the name of the canal? And we were building a bridge over the canal. It was right next to Shepherd Trail. And uh, we would go outside and work for 15 minutes and then go back inside and warm up for 45. Wow. Oh, we did that shit. for eight hours. Productiv <laughs> productivity took a shit dive that fucking day. There wasn't any to begin with. <laughs> He told wow. us to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Good Lord. That's nice. Well, and there's, while we're out there, we had the tiger torches on the steel toes of our boots. So our toes wouldn't freeze just for that 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause you <laughs> yeah got there's cold toes. and there's bullshit cold. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's, let's change the subject here. I got, I got to say this. And I hope that none of them the listeners of this podcast actually believe this but was talking to some friends of mine today and their daughter's friend is convinced the earth is flat convinced which got me to the point and i'm like and this is so this is a 30 year old dude right 30 something no year old fucking dude. hope for you so, so you're a 30 year old dude and up until this point you've been believing what the textbooks and everybody has said that the earth is round and somebody in the like recently has convinced you that the earth is flat. What I want to fucking know what the argument is. I want to know what the deciding factor that somebody said to you and said, yeah, but because of this, and then you just had this epiphany and go, that makes total sense now. I'd be willing to bet someone was dropped as an infant. <laughs> there, there's okay. a group out there. 
They're yeah. still flat earthers. Yes. Right? Okay, well, yeah. we're not going to... They exist. They're a group. Yeah. And as a group, they do it for fun. Okay. Right? They're, right, they're, okay. They're, they're normal people. They have no, fun. No, no, they're not. They run with it, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, flat. Sure. And they go on, and they, they all... Talk yeah, sure. yeah, they're just they're just having they're just having a laugh. No, no different right. than a com no different than a comedian getting up and doing a stand up routine. No different. Right. So, so my theory is, and it's only a theory. <laughs> this person <laughs> is yeah. taking their word as gospel. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so we're talking about this, and I'm laughing, and um. Kaylee, my daughter, so my my 17-year-old daughter comes to me uh yesterday or the day before and she says, "Dad, you got to watch this video." And it's, you know, it, it's a podcast, um much like what we're doing, right? Like it's a podcast but it's videoed, right? And it's this girl 20 something years old and it, I don't know what the conversation was leading up to it, but uh it starts with this girl going you know, I think a lot of the world's problems wouldn't be as bad as they were had Sir Isaac Newton not invented gravity. And and, and the dude I have seen that. <laughs> and, the, and the dude and the dude is like he's he's awestruck. He don't know what he was like what? And she was like if if Sir Isaac Newton didn't invent gravity, like a lot of these problems in the world wouldn't even exist right now. And he's like, you think gravity was invented? And she was like, yeah. Nobody <laughs> knew about gravity until Sir Isaac Newton brought it up. And, I, and Buddy, just, Buddy just totally fucks her off. He was like, I'm not, I'm not even going to talk to you. Because like, this is so dumb. I'm not even talking to you about this. Yeah. You've seen that, eh, Phil? Yeah. I think yeah. I've seen something about that. But can you imagine? I, 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 li I literally shut it down as soon as like she opens her <laughs> mouth. And I'm like... Next reel. That's the same realm as the the missus that talked about the deer crossing signs. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. For anybody that that's listening, this is the, I'm going to warn you right now. This entire hour show, this is what it's going to be. So <laughs> we it's we just, apologize. <laughs> yeah, we oh. apologize. Um, but for anybody that's not listening, so there was a woman that it actually was it the city or the state or the province that she complained to she just didn't understand why the deer had to cross at that particular site wouldn't it wouldn't that how it went something like that or something about them reading the signs yeah like yeah, I... it was it was the location of the like the sign was placed somewhere and it was an inconvenience to this lady that that's the where deer, the deer had to cross. That's where the deer had to cross. Yeah. Like she, she was fucking oh. upset. Like, why couldn't you move the deer crossing sign 500 meters down the road? Why did it have to be at this, at this spot? I pray to God she hasn't bred. But the scary thing is that these are the people that are allowed to vote, right? Like they get, to no, these, these are the people that we have voted in. <laughs> Let's yeah. be realistic. Yeah, yeah true. Okay, so her name was Donna. <laughs> Surprise, it's not Karen. <laughs> her name was Donna. Yeah. And uh, she oh. was wondering why they didn't move to Deer Crossing Stein so the deer would know to cross somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. He's <laughs> not intelligent at all. God love her. Um, but I did. Well, you know, well, I, you, you say that you say she's not intelligent. And yes, in a way, people like this, you would tend to think they're not intelligent. But there's a level of oblivion in this world. Yeah. Some people just don't know certain things because it's out of the realm of their interest or experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. I and totally, it's purely oh, for our entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was going to tell a story about my wife, but that's uh, probably not a good idea. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, probably not. No, <laughs> I, I, I've been burned by that in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. But, uh, you know, for for all the fans and, and the people that have listened and the people that I've talked to, um, you know, there's a lot of people that say, I like your show because it's just like what my buddies and I talk about when we're in the duck blind. And that's what this show, that's what this episode is. It's not an industry professional, somebody that destroys ducks like all season long and, and has these wicked memories. No, no, this is the bullshit talk that you have with your buddies while you're waiting for birds to come in that this is what's happening here tonight 100 percent, 100 percent. i did want to i alluded to it a little bit but check out my new hat you oh, mean that cutting board sp attached to your ass sp speaking of <laughs> speaking of the old the earth the earth being flat much like damien's bim brim did. yeah this is the shape of the earth and how things should be yeah, you know what? That's a, you know what I'm. I'm. So, I sort of kind of walked into that one, didn't I? Here I am with my flat brim hat. And what'd you grow up with? Wait now, I, I gotta say, watch your heritage, buddy. Watch your oh, heritage when it comes to hats. Oh, like curved way more than what yours is right now. I can yeah. tell you that you're betraying your culture. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's it, I like it. I do. I do dig it. I've got this one, and I've got I've got a second. I've got. A I second wouldn't hat. I wouldn't be advertising how many flat brim hats you own. Well, well, they were given. This one's not. This one's not totally. No, flat. no, not it's like, still flat. It's still flat. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's flat. The only thing that would improve those is if you took yep. the bib and you yep. curled the front of it up a bit. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, straight up. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. that one guy on like that gold digging show. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. Yeah, no, and I, I'm not gonna flip. I'm not gonna flip the the brim. That's but, the only hey. thing that improves a flat brim. Well, doesn't Jesse James do that as well? I think so. Hey, Petra Apex, thank you for the hats. Don't listen to what the boys say. They're nice hats. Hey, Petra Apex, if you get any like this. Send my way. <laughs> yeah. Send send more than one. <laughs> and, uh, and just remember, everything's better in bottom land. Hey, so no. With that being said, um, a, a nice little way to get into this is that uh, well, you guys have seen it because I've sent you the pictures, but we got some new hats coming for the Toronto Sportsman Show. Um, swag and uh, some swag. Our good friend. Really good friend, uh, Anthony Wade Smith out of American Waterfowl Systems down in, I think Anthony's in Tennessee. I'm pretty sure he's in Tennessee. I so. Yeah, I think so. So anyways, Anthony's got 
it's a little side hustle he's got on the go and he's making some hats, making some beautiful hats with some leather patches and stuff. So I reached out to him and asked him if he could do something up. And and I showed I sent the pictures out in Philly seen the one there's one in Bottomland and yeah, it looks looks like the tits. It looks really good. So um, well, here, here's a funny thing: is Anthony's initials is the same as his company. Jesus, I never thought about that. Anthony Wade Smith, American Waterfowl Systems, Philly. Coincidence? You, I think not. <laughs> you are amazing. You are adequate. Amazing. Adequate. <laughs> adequate. So, anyways, we got some new hats coming for the Toronto Sportsman Show, and and a bunch of some new T-shirts and stuff like that 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 I'll have available, but. I'll ask you guys, and 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 I'll I've done some research on this, um, checking out other spots. But a but a hat. If you were walking into a trade show, or or if you were to buy a new hat today, what would what is too much for the cost of a hat. And I want your honest to God opinion because I know I know what I've got to charge to to make um to make ten dollars on a hat. I know what I've got to charge and I want to know if it's too expensive. Nowadays? Yeah. See I'm willing to go online. Yeah. Pay for one of these and have it yeah. shipped. Or whatever it costs to ship it to me, right? That's that'd work out to about, I'm guessing between thirty five and forty bucks. Yeah, what I would think, think. I think depends on the hat, but like yeah. for like your kind of standard trucker hat, yeah, with like whatever logo and stuff, I wouldn't think that thirty five would be out of line. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, and I, I just searched American companies, right? So U S companies that, uh, that I like, and I like their stuff. Um, and I look, so that hat that you're wearing Mark right now, that hat is $40 American right from the website. When it's not on sale. When it's not on sale, $40, Amer $40 American, which comes out to almost $50 Canadian. And that's before being shipped. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's expensive. When I was going over them, Damien, when I was going yeah, over them, they were 25 each. <laughs> Somebody um, delayed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, but yeah, like, and I just, you know, I, I, I get it, right? Because I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same thing, right? Like I don't, I, I try to, I don't waste my money is what I, I should say, right? Like I, I, I don't spend um like I, I'm with you guys. I think thirty, thirty-five bucks is, is the is a good price for a hat. You're buying a hat, thirty, thirty-five bucks. Um okay. yeah, forty forty bucks, man. And that's a, a couple sites that I, and actually there were some sites, um, some of the smaller companies, um, hats were forty five dollars American. So the smaller <laughs> Yeah, some of the some of the smaller like smaller brands. Were yeah, they covering shipping? Nope. Uh, that's pricey. So so now um a couple of them if, if your order was over I think if your order was over a hundred 
150 bucks, then you had free, but that's free shipping continental USA, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's yeah, still welcome to Unterrible. Yeah. If only we still, knew a guy who had a mailbox in the, in the States. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if only, um, you no, need a I, mule. <laughs> yeah, we do need a mule. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just it's ridiculous, man. Like like a hat, uh, like a hoodie now. Like a, you're not getting a hoodie under eighty bucks. I don't think not a decent one. No, not a um, decent. They get your cheap ass cotton ones for fifty bucks. But yeah, well, the one like I I picked up a hoodie when we we're down at Habitat Flats. Yeah, what'd you pay for that hoodie down there with with Tony? Like, and I and I would assume that that would be an expensive hoodie. I want to say I think it was like ninety five bucks. Ninety five, ninety five American. So that's like four hundred Canadian. Um, <laughs> That'd be one hundred and twenty dollars. I can tell you right now. Ne next to, next to my, Filson hoodie that I've got. Yeah, like it is. It is fucking heavy. Right, like, buddy, it was worth every single nickel. Yeah. Of ninety-five dollars. So, so that's a good point, Philly. So, like, if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna ask for, you know, ninety-five dollars on a hoodie or a hundred and twenty dollars Canadian for a hoodie, then I'm like that, okay. That's to spend. a lot of. That's a lot of. It is. Coin. It is a lot of coin, yeah. but I'm okay to pay for it as long as it's not like a fucking cotton pa gilded pa paper thin, or, you know, like a gilded one that you pick off the rack. For fifteen bucks, yeah. and the guys and the company is just jacking the price up on it, right? Like if it's like, a if it's a, a a a sick hoodie, like nice material and and the whole bit, yeah, of it's warm. Yeah, it is warm. Like, like I've worn it, worn it a couple times, like as of late, like days like we were down into like minus fifteen. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, this thing is butter. Buddy, Jeff Coates gave me a Pit Boss one, and it's a Carhartt hoodie, and it's got some like water repellent properties D to it. D DWR, dude, this thing—it's heavy, it's warm. I I guarantee you that. I you could you could probably dress me in it when I'm buried. Like the thing will last. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And now I don't know how much because Jeff gave it to me. Um. Thanks, Jeff. Um, I don't know what Jeff sold those for, but I'm going to tell you, like, I would, I would hazard the bet that today that would be, that would be an eighty, ninety dollar American hoodie, easy. And it yeah. was a Carhartt, and it was Carhartt too. So it, the prices jacked up do? even more. Go to Mark's yeah. and see how much they are. Yeah, they sell and all then, Carhartt here. Yeah, well, you just go on the Carhartt Canada. Um, but yeah, like, but things are just, things are getting, things are getting expensive. And here's my theory and, and God knows people are going to disagree with me and you guys may too. And, and that's fine, but here's my theory. So for the Americans listening, I, I'm not sure how it is down down with you guys but right now in canada like there's there's this topic happening in canada where um people are asking for a a living 
I, I think it's called a living wage is, is what the, so whatever inflation is at within the country, well, then the, the wage that you're paid has to be at, at this level. So, and, and by no means am I insulting anybody for what they do for their job, because we need everybody and make this world go around. And okay, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Absolutely. And, but if you, so, so I work part-time at a local hardware store. I get paid minimum wage. I go in just uh, five hours a day for three days a week. I get paid minimum wage for that. Now, I understand that in today's economy, minimum wage don't cut it. But I get it. I, I totally get it. Um, but at the end of the day, my responsibilities at this store is to point somebody to where the screws and nuts and bolts are. And when the little old lady comes in and needs two bags of water softener salt packed in the back of her car. That, that's my responsibility. That's all. I don't have keys to the store. I don't know the security code. I don't work the cash register. I don't even, they got one of those key making machines. I don't even touch that thing. I'm, I'm literally just, hey, yeah, here's your that, nuts and bolts. That's well, well above your pay grade. <laughs> yeah, apparently, right? But I get paid. Um, I get paid <laughs> minimum wage for this. And, and I understand that minimum wage is not enough to, to live. I, I get that. But everything is, is in getting increasingly more expensive. And the, here's, here's my theory. If we stop raising minimum wage, things would stay at a, at a constant price. Because... If we raise minimum wage, so let's look at Tim Hortons. That's your equivalent to Dunkin' Donuts down in the States. So if the Tim Hortons worker now needs to get a raise, well, then what happens? Coffee becomes more expensive, right? Because the company is, is still going to make their margins. They're not going to lose money. They're not going to go, well, oh, I guess we're going to lose this much money now because we got to pay people a little bit more. No, they just raised the prices and everything. And that, and that just snowballs, right? Uh, and now everything. So if you're looking at clothing, well, the person that's, that's working in the, in the shop, that's making this, that's doing the screen printing or embroidery or stuff like that, they're getting paid more. So then the company got to charge more and then everything just keeps climbing, climbing, climbing. And, and now you're looking at, you know, $120 hoodies or $40 hats or whatever it is. Yeah. Everything is going up in price except the paycheck. Yeah. Well, hours. Yeah. But minimum wage is increasing, but ours isn't our paychecks aren't increasing. No. Do you know what I mean? And, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not slagging on, on any job or anything like that. By no means that is the furthest thing that I'm doing. Um, I'm just saying that if you're wondering why things are so expensive, everything's so expensive is because everybody's demanding to be paid more because the cost of living is, is so high right now. At least that's, that's my viewpoint on it anyways. That's something to ponder. There's a lot more that goes into that too, especially over the last couple of years. 
than just yeah. the way, just the wage increases. We can get into that, but we'd be here for days. Well, well, the cost of fuel and 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 taxes and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I get you. I get you. Look look at the price of guns. They ain't getting any cheaper either. Well, so how much? So what are you? You buy a lot of guns, Billy. I don't. So I I don't know. Yeah, that's like my I, own stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, what are you seeing? Like, are you seeing drastic? Like, is it drastic changes? Um. Well, sh shit. The M2, the M2 that I got, the 28. So, like, this is like, I guess, the first gen. Okay. So I guess there's only two generations of the M2. There's the one that just got released, and then the first one. So, I think I paid, I got a deal. So, like, now I, I didn't get a deal through Benelli. I got a deal through local retailer here that I've got a long standing yeah. relationship with. So, they looked after me. So, I think I only paid like, Fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks for that M two. But what's yeah? But Brand's what's regular it. price? But what's the regular now, price? Now you're you're two k. Uh, seventeen eighty five is what the new is what a new one the is. Benelli M two field shotgun at CSC Gun Shop. Yeah, yeah so eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah, like well, I've even noticed. Like I've even noticed, like uh, the ethos price, of the ethos has gone up. Yep, since yep. I bought mine. Um, yeah, like just it's ludicrous. Ludicrous speed. And um, what I even find funnier is like I'm um, I'm on Canadian gun nuts. Yeah. Probably a little too frequent. And like what guys are wanting for like a nineteen nineties Remington Express. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro. That's been ongoing bro, for a few years bro, now. It it's a fucking express. <laughs> well it is not I'll, I'll... Oh, it's not an H and H. It is an it's express. Just, it's like when you go to a gun show, one of those local gun shows, and the guys are there hawking their wares, and they, you go up and he's got a Mossberg 590, not even a, it's just a basic hardwood stock, yeah. and they're asking more than a new one was three years ago for it. Yeah, yeah. The thing yeah. is 20 yeah. years old, scratched the fuck. Yeah, well, it's, 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 a, it's a Mossberg, not a Purdy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this example in, and not everybody is going to get it, but I know Mark will. So I've got a little bit of property here and I'd like to have a snowmobile just to rip around on the property. And I thought to myself, I was like, maybe I can find an old Bravo to buy. <laughs> Dude. How about an Elan? Tumbler. No, Get a Tumbler. Um, phaser. Phaser. Oh, I'd tumbler. love to have the a fucking phaser. turning headlight. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, I'd love to have a phaser. Fell out of my chair. Um, but a Bravo now, so one like dad had when I was a kid, um, is almost as much now as what it was in the late eighties. Brand new. Brand new. Yeah. And I'm just like, like, I thought, well, maybe I'd get one for a thousand bucks or something like that. You know what I mean? One running. Sorry. Uh, so st stupid, stupid question. Who makes the Bravo? Yamaha. Yami. Yamaha. Yeah. I got, I got, I got to check out marketplace. Yeah, <laughs> but there's yeah, four well, grand. <laughs> yeah, you get that 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 that's that skidoo brand new was like five thousand bucks in the day. Oh, here we go. Nineteen ninety three oh. Yamaha Bravo Transporter. Yeah, that's a short track, right? Twelve hundred, but I got no idea. Yeah, twelve hundred. Uh, 
You should look for the phasers, though. <laughs> oh, the phasers were sick. Oh, here's a 98 Yamaha Bravo Trapper, four grand. Yeah, oh. that's a long track. 86, 86 Bravo, 1500. Crazy. But but that just goes, like, people, and I, and I like it on Marketplace and stuff, like, the piece of shit that, that somebody pulls out of their garage that their dad had, so their, their dad passes away, and now they're, they're trying to offload all of his shit, and they just add vintage or rustic to the title, and then jack the fucking price up on it. What you need is an enticer. Ooh, oh, yeah, we had an enticer. We had a 340. Buddy, Larry Enticer. <laughs> Just going to send it. <laughs> Just going to send it. Look at that. A 92. Buddy, that that machine looks brand new. She How looks much mid. is that? How much 4, is that? 4500 bucks. She's got 11,380 kilometers. Buddy, that her. thing could haul ass, too. Like, and I mean, like, fucking haul ass. Oh, the, the wheels are a little worn on it there. Oh, my. Oh, my God. That thing. Oh, dude, you were a rock star where I was. If anybody pulled up in one of them where I was from, you were a fucking rock star. There's no uh, look at that. Custom man. built, fresh rebuild, motor crank bearings. Pistons are at 130 PSI per side. Has a brand new inch and a half lug track. All new bearings and suspension. All new drive bearings. Seven tooth drivers. V-Max flat side carbs. Bender cold air kit. Bender pipe. SRX 700 reeds cages. And Carbon Tech reeds. They're spelling reeds R-E-A-D-S. Uh, brand new battery for electric start. Brand new slide dog skis. And have, a, and have new blue sliders for it. Just don't use it anymore. Jesus. I wonder how many people we've lost on this episode. So <laughs> All of them. <laughs> There's All nobody listening to us anymore. They're like, these guys are idiots. They're talking about snow machines. We got the boys from down in Louisiana and everything. They're like, what the fuck are they talking about? What, what's the snowmobile? Yeah. Hey, but y'all don't ride. Said, thought y'all rode dog sleds. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I was talking to uh, Dr. Bill Dickinson and Amy Hall the other day from Tetra, and uh, all the schools and everything was closed down. They had a dump of snow, like, and it wasn't just an inch either. Like, they had that legitimate, they had like five, six inches of snow drop in, in that night, and then it turned, turned to like freeze and rain. And <laughs> at, uh, in uh, Nashville, just outside of Nashville. Okay. Yeah. So, Dr. Bill's from Michigan, so he's used to it. He knows all about it, but everybody else was like, this is fucking crazy. School shut down, people working from home and, and shit. I had to drive, so yesterday, um, I had to take the, the new dog up to get, uh, to get some vaccinated, to get some boosters and shit. And, and coming back, it was, it was nearly coming back on the, on the county roads. But once I got on the highway, it was it was easy, right? All the all the equipment's on the highways. They're not on. How the... was your trip to Perry Sound? Uh, it was it was okay. Um, yeah, I think once I got once I got like it was getting early past Barry, but yeah. up until up until Barry, it was it was good to go. Was this like a brand new pup you just got? 
No, no, this is one um, we Existing got. Existing one? Yeah, the one we got at a PEI back early to fall. Um, yeah. We just sent her up to this dude um, just because I was hunting. I had a bunch of stuff on the go. Bill um, was down south for the winter or like down in Mexico for December, um, all that time. So we sent yeah. her down. We sent her up there, up to Sudbury with a guy we knew. Um, and then so I just went up metalman perry sound got the pop brought her back and now she'll be with me for two weeks bill will be back from mexico the first week of february then he'll pack up all his stuff and head to south carolina and train nice. dogs and then train dogs until april um nice. he'll go he'll go with his his truck full he'll go with his i don't know four or five dogs and head down there and train all train all spring and then come back and then be ready for the, you know, the Canadian circuit for, for field trials. Right. So awesome. Yeah. So it was, a, it was an okay drive. It's been, it's been a busy, like it's been a crazy, crazy busy week for me. This last, this last two weeks, just everything with the refuge, um, the Masons, um, the little bit of work that I do at, so at the hard work at the at the hardware store and then the dog and the kids sports has just been has been fucking crazy i thought you were retired buddy i'm busier now than i ever been like way busier, busier than, than a two-packard billy goat oh man um and then uh the guy that owns the property behind me i showed you the picture of the the trout that he pulled out of there he was up there i didn't even get a chance to get over to see him he was like dude like where are you and i'm like man i I haven't got time to do anything right now. I'm just, just flat out busy. So, and yeah, and, and it's all my doing, right? Like it's all, it's all self-inflicted, yeah. you know, you know, Usually like, is. yeah, like all the, you know, the yeah. stuff with refuge, but that's, that's coming, right? Like that's going to come to a head now. Like that soon almost I've got, I think there's only one space out of the, I think out of the 20 spaces, I think there's only one space left uh, to fill. And it, pro it might not get filled. Probably not by this point. So public service big... announcement. If you're out yeah. there in the waterfowl industry or hunting industry and you're looking for how big is the space, Damien? Uh, that one would be 15 by 20. A 15 by 20 space. It's a Toronto Sportsman Show in the refuge. <laughs> yeah. Contact Damien yeah. Pittman. <laughs> Damien at PunisherWaterfall.com Esquire As <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm, No No not Esquire um, But yeah um, And then what else What else have we got on the go I don't think there's much Late I Goose is like... coming Yeah So Late Goosers late Yeah goose. so So Steve Segulik put out the invite that if we want to come down if there's birds um we'll come down but i told them that if we come down the heat situation better be fucking sorted out because phil almost died of of carbon monoxide poisoning me, me, me and, and josh and i almost died of hypothermia because i was out in in the rv that the heater crapped out in the middle of the night and yeah oh buddy it was fucking miserable 
and, and, and my wife's biggest concern was me getting drunk sweetheart yeah yeah i almost died i got like i got at it like i woke up i was i was freezing in the camper and i was like i'm i'm going into the garage fuck this i opened up the door in the garage i couldn't see anything it was just wood smoke yeah, like it, it was fucking pellet stove yeah, it was just wood smoke, dude. I was like, Jesus, is anybody alive in here? <laughs> Senka, <laughs> you dead man. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, this is brutal. So he's still got FP waterfowl going on. That's completely dropped off the radar, right? He still talks about it, but I think uh, I think he pissed off a few people. So A few? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Wasn't that the yeah, point? Yeah, that, that was totally the point, but... Um, but I think he pissed off a few people, but then there were some people I think that he was hoping he would piss off and they would get engaged with him and they didn't bite. So I think he sort of kind of lost, lost interest when, yeah, when, when some of the other brands or people didn't, didn't bite onto some of the stuff he was throwing out there. So I think he sort of kind of lost interest, but he still brings it up. Like he's, he still <laughs> talks about it, but yeah, he's he's not he's not as involved. But he had a pretty crazy, pretty crazy fall. Like I don't think he even hunted this fall. To be honest with you, no, I don't. I don't think. I think like he went up. Um, he went up to his dad's, like where him and his dad used to hunt up in Chateau. I think somewhere up. Yeah, he was a moose there. moose hunting or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he went up yeah. there. Well, he didn't go move something because he didn't, but he went up there um, because that's him and his dad would go up there every year. So I think him and his, and his missus just went up and hung out and did some fishing and, and stuff like that. Right. But I, I think that's all it, other than deer, like he, he definitely hunted deer. Um, but I think that's it. Like he got in the tree stand a couple of times, knocked down his deer and, and then that was it. So I think he'd just been crazy busy all fall and he just didn't just didn't get a chance to get out. Fair enough. But you know, like but that was that seemed to be the common theme a lot. Like with a lot of my friends, and well the same as your friends, but I the I just I'm I stay in touch with them a little bit more than what you would, Mark, um, because you're now in Nova Scotia. But I think that happened to a lot of dudes this year. That there was a lot of fellas that just didn't seem to get out as much as they they would have liked to like, like I didn't see Dave Topolinsky out as much. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of those guys down there. Uh, now the one guy that definitely got out a lot, uh, was Corey Baker. Holy shit. Was his job? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But him and Andy Verko, man, like they were, they put smashes like the late season. They were smashing birds. If you had access to what Corey had access to, you'd be doing it as well. Well, that, and and him and and him and Andy Verko are like they're they're tight, right? So he's both of them. Both of them are lucky enough that they can manage their schedule around hunting, right? And oh, yeah. and and that's like I didn't I didn't get out as much as I wanted because I I really just don't like going by myself anymore. Um, but when you've got somebody that that can you know, work the same schedule as what you are and be available the same time you are. Oh yeah, buddy. You'd be out smashing them all the time. And right. yeah, they, they, they did. They put a severe beat down on, on greenheads this, this late season for sure. 
did you oh i gotta i gotta talk about this too phil you probably would have did you see the picture that andrew lowes put up on uh Knowles, not andrew lowes Lowles. Lowles. it is Lowles. did you see that picture he put up of his dog the other day oh, yeah. retrieving I, the duck and I, I commented i commented several times dude it 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 blows my mind and here's here's the man well, well here's the, there's there's two threads though oh was there there's the waterfowl retrievers thread, which which I I got involved in a little bit, and then there's also a Nova Scotia hunting yeah, page. Yeah, I see, I seen the Nova Scotia one. Oh, okay, um, no, there's the waterfowl retrievers. Um, you know, and here's the mandatory dog plug from me. Um, as I'm wearing my Sheetwater Kennels premium gun dogs hoodie, Jordan Stone. Um, hit him up. He d he deals mostly in brown dogs, but he'll do a black dog every once in a while too. So, um, and, and yellows, and yellows too. But um, it blows my mind the determination of a dog, and and to see that picture, like that dog was breaking through ice to come back with that bird. No. Like it just it was not. It was a bit of short. Bit of shoreline slush at best. So that water, because I've because I've slush. had this conversation. Yeah, it's just slush. Like I, I've listen. I've been, get off my fucking cloud. It was ice. <laughs> I, I've <laughs> I've been I've been having this conversation with Andrew for like the last twenty four hours or so because like he reached out to me. He's like, dude, like what the fuck? And we were chatting. Um, but uh, like that dog is standing on bottom. Like Man, it, the dog, the dog's in two feet away. You know what, Andrew? You know what, Andrew? I think your picture was fucking awesome, and I'm not. One hundred percent. It's not fucking amazing. I'm not it's, letting it's Philly all the bring comments. Me down. It's all the comments here. from the fucking lefties. I am going that, to share oh, this. Here we oh, go. Yeah. Was there so people the thousands complaining? and thousands who are watching right now can uh, millions. Oh, buddy, see this. Millions. There was so so much hatred. Really? Oh yeah. See Which the waterfly. Yeah, but that looks that's like slush. ice to me. Uh, that looks yeah, like he's just, ice. Yeah, me. he's just just some, like slush. Like that that's ocean water too. Like he's hunting salt yeah, water. Yeah, that's salt water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um but so what what were the hate comments then? Like Oh, you, buddy, you like why would you ever do that to your dog? What would happen if your dog went under the ice? Oh. Uh, oh, like this is all this all like Facebook stuff. Right. Right. Uh, right. wasn't on oh, yeah. what would, like what would happen if your dog went under the ice? Well, it can't because it's <laughs> fucking standing in the water. Where it's like, how would you ever get to your dog? Um, the water is knee fucking deep. I'd walk there. <laughs> like, well, just like I, I chirped a couple idiots too. Like, like yeah, to yeah, all the yeah, fucking yeah. lefties that were commenting, like all those people that were not on the hunt. Yeah. That did not know the conditions. Like, oh my God. There's so a I, dude. Of course, I, I posted a couple photos of Thor. And you know exactly which photos they were. Yeah. Of Thor fucking swimming through pea soup fucking slush and shit. I even posted up a photo today. It was actually one that Mike Bonds took of Thor from that exact same hunt. I'm like, here you go. Fucking triggered. <laughs> just, uh... just to get these idiots going. Like, holy fuck. Like, you weren't there. Sit yeah. down. Yeah. Shut you your there. hole. Yeah. You're 100% right. You're, you weren't there. Um, you don't know. 
And uh, yeah, I, I I totally get it. There's a there's a a vet, a veterinarian down in the states. I I think his last name is Bradshaw or something along those lines. And he put a picture up. And and this guy, um, big hunter, obviously he's a vet and uh, a, a veterinarian, um, and he knows you know he knows how to look after dogs and stuff. And he put a post on the other day, and it was a really good post regarding your dog and cold water and you know getting late in the season and and you just what you got to do to make sure that you protect your dog. He's not saying not not to let your dog go in the cold water. He's just this sort of kind of hints like, listen, if, if you're putting your dog in cold water, here's the things that you got. You got to make sure that, you know, the ambient temperature isn't too cold. It's not the water that gets them. It's when they come out of the water that that yeah. that's the real danger. Right. So anyways, well, it is that time of year. Right. And there's still well, there's still people chasing birds. So it's funny because um, like for, for everyone, whoever was like has seen the photos of Thor, like swimming through the slush and stuff in those pictures. Um, so we, there were six, six guns that day. We ran four dogs and we had a canoe in case we needed to get out, whatever the case may be. The air temperature that day was minus 14. All the dogs yeah. were vested. Yeah. We had, we had like dog blinds for the dogs as well. So they could get in there and obviously like, you know, be out of the wind if there was any keep warm. But for those of like, for those who've never run a dog. Um, that day, again, so it was minus 14, that's Celsius for people down yeah. South Americans. Yeah. Um, you could put your hands inside that neoprene vest between the vest and the dog and use it as a heater. You'd be surprised how unbelievably warm that dog's chest is between like its body, like that air gap yeah. between its body and the neoprene vest. It yeah. is like a fucking oven. Yeah. And I have done um, it to store where my hands have gotten cold and I've stuck my hands in his vest. I'm like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> um, like, warm my hands. Like, there was that product. I was looking for it the other day, actually. Um, it's called the Sugar Coat. It's, it's, it's S U G A R, just out, but it's like sub S U G, I don't know. Anyways, it, comes, it stands for something. But the company, the guy's not making them anymore. And the and these, no, no, this was a jacket. So like you would like just drape it over your dog, but it had magnets down. So when you wanted to send the dog, you just like grab onto the back of the jacket and the dog could break through it. Right. And then when it come yeah. back, you just drape, drape. So it was like a big warm jacket that a, you just was, draped over the dog. And I think they yeah. call those blankets. Yeah. But this was called the sugar jacket. Yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> oh, the sugar smart coat. ass. The sugar yeah. coat, hey, yeah. better smart ass than a dumbass. It's yeah. wool lined, so that right. wool, wool retains heat when wet. Yeah. So that yeah, so you're looking at that Sue Snow's um, business down in uh, southern Ontario, Dakota Creek, yeah. um, which is an awesome, awesome, awesome little business. If you are looking. Um, to get supplies for a gun dog. Um, I highly recommend dealing with. Oh, absolutely. She's yeah. got a lot of cool, well, lot of cool shit on there. I was actually on her website yeah. last week. I think anyways. Yeah. A lot of well, cool stuff. Dakota boys, Creek Retrievers online. Um, boys, we're going to, we're going to start tidying this one up. Um, if, Hey, you are a real fan 
if you are still on this show listening to us right now. And God love you. Um, we appreciate you more. So if I, you I, are, almost, I almost feel, I almost feel that if you've made it through to the end of this episode <laughs> and you come to the sportsman show, what, what number, what number is this, Damien? 173? Yeah. I feel like if you come to the sportsman show, to the refuge, There's to, the Billy giving away my shit to again. the Punisher waterfowl booth, I feel yeah. like, you know, if you come to us and say, I fully endured 173, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a free sticker. Oh, yeah. Philly, Philly's the master of giving out fucking stickers. I, Wait, I keep a water in my fucking truck. <laughs> Stickers for everybody. I throw them off. Insane that. Don't, don't even fucking hunt. Here's a sticker. You, in saying all this, and I bet you, as we're speaking, and when this airs, Craig Triple Threat is listening yep. to this right now. Oh, I get. Oh, guaranteed. I oh, guarantee. Yeah. I know. I know. Craig is. Uh, Craig Lalonde is listening, and I know Jeff Coates is listening because they yeah. both. I know those both um, go through every episode. So. I, I really yeah. appreciate it, boys. Um, I do have we do have to tidy this up, boys, and, and get it out. So um we'll quick right around and then we'll shut her down. Philly to you, my man. Hey, just the three stooges. Another great episode. It's it's nice just a change where we can just like be ass hats. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, you know, just change of pace, yeah. not have a guest. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. We can we no. can still do this. Without yeah. someone famous. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Whether you're going to listen to it or not. Is <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I think this episode was more for the three of us than for the... For <laughs> the, 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 the day, we only need these people to get like the first three seconds and it registers <laughs> as like a view, a listen, like whatever these yeah. things are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Mark? Oh, good chatting, boys. Good to see you again this week. Um, yeah. This was the only night we could have done it, so... It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. absolutely. <sighs> no, I'll be looking forward to seeing you in the future. And uh, everything yeah. is all tidied up now. I just got to go when, yeah. when the time comes. Yeah, awesome. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, episode 173. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. If you made it to the end, even just write in the right, just leave a comment. I made it. And uh, we'll know what you're talking about. Big love. Surround yourself with uh, good people. This was the Union 0430. We're not experts and we'll never pretend to be. And this show fucking proved it. Big love. Until <laughs> next week. <laughs>